All right, this is John. And this is Sean. And this is Movie Night with Sean and John. beautiful night we just got out of the theater we're back andres yo what's up our I'm special here. guest oh <laughs> yeah i'm here you, now you joined us one second let me get my, get my years ago right. you joined us and isaac joined us i yeah. think on the same night to see mid 90s oh yeah that was oh good movie. That was yeah a good that movie. was at the old studio yeah. the old old studio yes. the original that was og and then yeah. you also you did an animation for a long time you did an animation i did do i'm gonna probably do another one so yes oh, yeah. um we have been doing this a long time we have nothing to show for it. Uh, I'm just kidding. No, uh, we're, we're opposite of the Ninja Turtles franchise <laughs> in that way. We've been operating a long time and we're not billionaires. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninja Turtles. Have you heard of them? Well, so what was your introduction to Turtles? Uh, where, did, where did this start for you? Are you talking about for, to me? Or for me? Well, it could be, it could be whoever. <laughs> I like barely even know what it's like to be alive without the Ninja Turtles like existing and like just the atmosphere of like fucking toys and TV shows and video games. Like that's like literally some of my earliest memories in life were like having Ninja Turtle toys or like yeah. my room had like Ninja Turtles curtains and bed sheets and shit when I was a kid. Like my whole life was Ninja Turtles when I was a kid. Like first video game I ever got was uh, Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighter on Super Sorry. Nintendo. Uh, I had VHS tapes. I had the movies. <laughs> uh, toys, you know, like that was and like for you, my the, life. The first film was it? The first film that was your introduction? Was it the video games? Was it the action um, figures? Do you? I think remember? it was probably the cartoon. I, I think maybe because it was on TV, so I would think like probably the cartoon. I think I had some VHS tapes of like episodes. Yeah, but like as far as movie movies, like. The first Ninja Turtles movie is definitely like the movie I've seen the most out of like any movie that really? exists. Yeah, like I used to watch this movie every day, like as every a, day I mean, of my life as like a like, five year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or so, maybe younger. I don't even know. So for me, it's funny. Um, this will lead to our greater uh, topic of discussion tonight. But for me, Secret of the Ooze. That's your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. Two. Secret of the Ooze was present on VHS at my house and that was the one that I watched all the time as a kid. And you had older yeah. bro- uh two older brothers? Yeah, right? I have two older brothers. And, and were they were sister. they into Ninja Turtles like did y'all Like um I'm sure yeah, but like I think I am I was probably the biggest fan. Yeah. Of, well, you of were the, brothers, younger, the youngest. Yeah. yeah. Um I remember you definitely had like the toys. jamming on this movie uh like yeah, all the time. I've seen I've seen Secret of the Ooze, like, 50 times, probably. Yeah, and you probably had Ninja Turtles toys. I had some Ninja Turtles toys. We didn't have, like, I mean, I had some some Power Rangers toys, maybe. Yeah. A couple of things, but, like, a couple two-tree action figures, but nothing crazy. But, did like, you, I was I I was super into it. I just, you know. Did you watch the show? Yeah. Uh. Well, I guess, you're talking about the animated series? Yeah, the one for like that was on early, TV. Early, early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How I mean, what time period is that? It I think it came out in the 90s, late 80s like, or was early 80s? 90s. Late 80s, oh, wow. early 90s. Yeah. And uh cuz this movie came out in, the first movie came out in 1990. It's uh, been a while. And I think the cartoon <laughs> was like right around there, like late 80s, early 90s. So, 
I just always remember it like being there, like yeah, on yeah, TV yeah. or. I think the I the concept of Ninja Turtles is so like insane that like when you're or at least when I was young, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Like they're right. mutated turtle ninjas. Like it right. just there's so much going on that like I think I was just it was so weird and like different. I'm like, I I love this. I don't know what it is. I want to talk about that. Like, what is the allure of the series? What makes it so enduring? But what what about you? Did you did you watch this shit when you were? Uh, I did. Um, growing up, I think the first thing. Uh, was the the video games? That's how mm. I got into yeah. Ninja Turtles uh, for Super Nintendo. Yeah, it was Super Nintendo at first. I think that's the only one I there, there wasn't one on uh, Nintendo sixty four. I don't was there? No, I think by that point that like the popularity of Ninja Turtles yeah. had kind of fizzled out because they went away for a little bit. They, they tend Nintendo, to come back every Super like, Nintendo yeah. Sega Genesis. Super Nintendo. Yeah, Sega I remember Genesis. playing that every day pretty much. Was um, it Turtles in Time, the side scroller one? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's a badass one. game. Yeah. That's such a fun game. Dude, I, um, game. I ne- never personally owned a Super Nintendo. I don't think we used to rent the Super Nintendo from, from Blockbuster, Blockbuster sometimes. Oh, yeah, so I've, I've definitely played those games. I remember playing the um, the arcade version of that scene. Yeah. yeah. I think it was that the was same fun. game. It was at like Chuck E. Cheese and like yeah. any, yeah, any like like CC's arcade. Or, or whatever, yeah. you know, like local arcades or local pizza shops that yeah. might have arcade games. Um, Dude, that was such a fun game too. Like, I I feel like I could probably like beat it right now <laughs> if I if I had to. Yeah, it was fun. But I, I never watched the. I, I did know about the series, and I would watch. I I just didn't know. I was so young, you know what I mean. So I don't yeah, think I watched yeah. it. Um, I might have saw clips here and there, but well, yeah. back then too, it was such a different world back then because like there's no streaming service. Obviously, right. like when I was a child, I didn't know about like. TV programming or like what time slot anything came on, it would right. just like be there, and I'm like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I dev- definitely never watched the show right. in order. I don't know if there's like an arc to right. the story of the cartoon show. I just like I don't know what episodes I've seen. I just right, know right, I've right. seen it. You know, yeah, the show wasn't as formative for me as the films, but definitely yeah. Secret of the Use. That was my introduction. I don't know that I saw. The first film actually until a few years later. Really? And maybe that's like part of what you're talking about where like mm-hmm. maybe the second one is more like G or PG uh, feeling or like to parents maybe it's a little bit less like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe well, that was part of it for, for my family. I don't I don't know. but it's It was for the world. I mean, um, and we can get into this a little bit later, but the first Ninja Turtles movie came out the year after Batman 1989 and that's like darker properties for kids right that are made into movies but like in the uk uh sorry in europe there's edits of this first ninja turtles movie where they edit out all the nunchucks because nunchucks were outlawed over what? there yeah and in uh japan they call them <laughs> teenage mutant hero turtles like they took the ninja part really? out because it sounded it was like too violent for kids and there was kind of like a backlash when this movie first came out so there is a That's there so is weird. like an effort to What's make it more kid there? friendly um, and the so so the second film, I mean, like that they, checks out for my family because like my parents were are really conservative and probably right. weren't just letting us watch. Any, well, the, any even property. the first one, they're like cussing. They say "damn" a few times, That's and awesome. like you know, there's like they <laughs> have awesome. weapons. They're like hitting people with swords and yeah. stuff. And by the second one, you can tell like already they're like, well, let's take a little step back from that and like kitty it up a little, bit, make it more like. Um, you know, more more yeah, fun yeah, yeah. and and a little less and dark. This motherfucker kills that motherfucker in the. <laughs> fucking yeah. Fucking the there's not there's not blatant uh, <laughs> murders in the in the second one, yeah. but 
Um, what do you want to do? Do you want to go over the new yeah, one first? Yeah, how should we approach this? So I think maybe let's get it while it's fresh. Yeah, we, so we just, just got out, out of get it while it's fresh. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's like a fresh hot pizza. A mutant mayhem. <laughs> Hell yeah. Served piping hot, cheese Ooh. melting. Ooh, delicious. <laughs> delicious. Um, what did y'all? What just like gut reaction? How did you? How did you feel about this? Felt like a kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> watching it. It was great in a good way. Yeah, like, in a yeah, good yeah. Way. like fun. My inner child felt really happy. It was great. I would. I, I would definitely agree with that. I. I didn't know what to expect from it because I, I saw the reviews were good but there's a f- there's actually like a lot of ninja turtles movies and a lot of them aren't good so i was like well we'll see yeah. and i liked all the people involved um seth rogan um yeah, evan, evan goldblum uh, i like that team and then their voice acting uh is cast is like really really strong on this so i i kind of went into it with some reservations but i really liked it i had fun yeah, like, I, I want to watch it I again. It. it was th- a good movie. I thought comedic timing in this was was on point. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the animation, just to start. Yeah. Obviously, this is an animation film, but it was just fucking was so great. so well done. Yeah. yeah, and fun. Like it's the it, whole tone the of it is like great. fun. Yeah, yeah. The, the style of the aesthetic yeah. and the animation played into this kind of like we were talking about this before, but this may be the first time that the teenage mutant ninja turtles really come across as teenagers. Yeah. Like yeah. their voice is changing and like they still sound like kids and like Michelangelo is missing his front tooth and Yeah. Or no, uh Raphael's Raphael. missing his front Michelangelo tooth. Michelangelo has yeah. braces and Donatello's wearing like glasses, yeah. right? Yeah. It makes like, sense though, because they're teenage mutant ninja turtles. So I, it makes sense that they should be And that's one thing that this movie focused on, or I guess um like put a put a spotlight on better than maybe even the old show definitely the older movies like they cast actual kids to do the voice yeah. acting you know not yes. like 30 year olds <laughs> i mean these, this these is a look deep like children cast. this is a deep cast <laughs> dang yeah it's insane so let's, let's talk about some wait, of this post stuff. Malone's in here? Post Malone oh, yeah. plays Ray Filet. Remember, he's the one who's like, I just want to sing. sing. It. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's he's like, dude, just say it in your regular voice. He's like, oh, Ray Filet. Right, Ray Filet. <laughs> like they're all giving each other their names. That's great. It's like, your name sucks. Dude, Ice Cube was so good in this. Oh, dude, perfect. Um, yeah, where to start? Let, well, why don't, why don't we set this up? Let's. The how, plot? How, how do we. How, yeah, how, let's. let's Okay. Give it a little rundown. Um, so yeah, it's okay. definitely like a. Uh, I don't even know if you'd call it like a soft reboot because it's definitely not connected to any of the other ones. This is a standalone, new kind of take on this property. Um, it's an introduction into the Ninja Turtles, uh, how they come to be. I guess uh, they they're in the sewers. They haven't met anyone. They don't. They're they're outsiders, right? They they start. Yeah, Coming yeah, yeah. out little by little, they make a friendship with April O'Neil and start unraveling this uh, string of crimes that's been going on in New York City. And then some of it's like really kind of related to who they are as like these mutant outcasts. Right, right, right. And it's like the balance of them finding people that are sort of like them, like outcasts, misfits, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then seeing that there's kind of this like sinister plot. Um, right out there from like the leader played by ice cube uh oh super fly, fly. <laughs> uh and then it's them coming into being the teenage mutant ninja turtles you know being like heroes and standing for what they believe in they right, all kind of right, define right. their roles and their characters and there's a big, so it, big it, it, that's it, the most basic like it jumps off from there yeah, yeah um i thought it was interesting that they're kind of reframing some of the narrative right or, yeah, or, or is sure. that right i think like, so yeah. so so in the 
and we're I, I, we might pop over here and there because I want to talk about the way that this contrasts with the films from our childhood. So like, right in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles nineteen ninety, uh, Splinter is, he learns martial arts by observing his master. Yeah, he's a and rat. Then, and then Shredder kills his master, mm-hmm. and in the process, he escapes from his cage in this violence, yeah. and then he slashes Shredder's face, and then he escapes into the sewers of New York City. Right. They have a connection. Yeah. They have, like, <laughs> a backstory. So but I, 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 I do like that you bring that up, because that is an essential part of the plot of the first movie, is, like, we know that something happened in Splinter's past, and he has this, like, adversary, basically, and then when the b- reveal at the end who Shredder is, is they yeah. oh, it's him, you know? Um, this one, the origin story is a little bit different, which, um, well, not just with Splinter, but all of but, them. Right? Yeah. I mean, some of that narrative is the same, right? That the turtles are exposed right. to the ooze in the yeah. sewer and, uh, Splinter's exposed to it too. He's, um, he becomes like a father to them, but then like the origin of the ooze is the plot of the second yes. 1990s Ninja Turtles film. And if I'm remembering right, I don't remember the at the very, very beginning of this movie. I don't even think it's giving anything away. It's like this movie kind of is kind of starting. It starts with in a like scientist a... who's like developed the ooze. Yeah, and he's he's he he like feels he's never been accepted in the human world. Right, and so he's like he's uh, creating these creatures so that he can like have a family. Yeah, they're like test subject animals, and he's sort of like taking them from the lab, and he's like endearing to them and kind of he's like the father figure for these and all of that to say like it seemed like a big theme of the movie was like oh we are different Mm -hmm. can we ever find acceptance or whatever and so beyond just the surface value of like i think you summed it up really well basically it's yeah it's very similar to teenage mutant ninja turtles 1990 that there's like a crime organization that's yeah. like robbing people and harming people and like the general good. And then the turtles are like uncovering the plot. And April is like a uh, storytelling about, or like she's the reporter for, for these crimes. Right. Right. Or them trying to solve the crimes. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty good. Pretty yeah. Much, I think much. so. Yep. All right. Um, Man, uh, I want to go through this cast real quick because honestly, I think this is like one of the and we've recently um, what we've reviewed like Asteroid City and uh, Oppenheimer. Like we've seen like all like A list monster casts lately, and this is like the comedic like monster A list cast. I was just talking about this the other day because we were. I think I was watching some of these older. Uh, I watched This Is the End. Oh yeah. And then I watched Sausage Party I after still that. love that movie. I, I like both the, both of those movies, but it was there was a time when like Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen who also did, produced this movie mm-hmm. were producing films with like huge ensemble comedy casts and I was yeah. like, man, I w- I miss that vibe. Like I love like Jonah Hill and all these guys yeah. being on screen together. Right. You and would I see the like, names and you're like, I already know yeah, I'm going to love that. Like I don't know anything about it, but I'm I'm in. And in the same way, this movie is like yeah, maybe we can talk just for a sec about the cast, but it's deep. Yeah, so Fucking... uh, Jackie Chan as Splinter is Dude. awesome. So I mean, that was great. That was one of my favorite <laughs> yeah, parts of this movie great. for sure. And he he brings like a lot of humanity to the role too. Yeah. Like he's the father figure. They call him dad in this, which is cool. Like, yeah, I yeah. don't know if maybe in the I don't show. Know if it's that direct when in the first. They two always films. say like master, like he's like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The their teacher, right? Ninja master or yeah, something. Yeah. Um, but yeah. 
uh, Hannibal Burris, Ice Cube playing Superfly, yeah, that was <laughs> uh, the I villain, which John awesome. Cena, uh, yeah, John Cena, Rose Byrne, Gus from Breaking Bad, yeah. uh, it plays, it plays, I just always call him Gus. Oh, dude, uh, Natasha, Natasha Dimitrio, that she's in uh, What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show. Have y'all oh, ever seen that? Oh, yeah, oh man, it's really good, but she's she played a bat. In this film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she plays a vampire in that show. Fucking Post Malone. Post yeah. Malone. Uh, killed it, too. Like, yeah, did a really good funny. job. Funny. Seth Rogen, Paul Rudd, Maya Rudolph. I love um, Paul Rudd's character in this, Mondo Gecko. He was on the old TV show. And Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross original music. That's what I thought. Oh, cool, cool. All the synth stuff. I was like, this is too good to be some regular... You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. The, there was a lot of music supervision in the film it was like someone had really expertly chosen like these old kind of like lo-fi boom bap kind of like new yeah. york focus like like tribe called quest hip-hop qu- stuff cuts and, yeah. which was really sick and it like really complemented yeah. the 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 style and like flow of the film and it really helped to like speed everything up right. but then the synth score for like the emotional moments like there were some moments in there where I was actually like a little like emotional, dude. That's what I mean, and with with Jackie Chan too. It was like, not what I expected. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think it. I mean, you're you're right on the money there. Uh, having like the old school early hip hop stuff, the Tribe Called Quest stuff. The uh, I think there was a some De La Soul in there, maybe. But it said it Wu-Tang felt Wu Tang was in there. Yeah, yeah. Wu Tang. It felt very New York. Like they had all yeah, like totally. New York music. It, it really built that atmosphere. It felt believable in the context of this animated film. You know, what was impressive to me is like the the style of animation seems like rudimentary at first, but then there's like so much complexity and detail Dude. in it. I mean, you mm, know more like, about that than I do. I mean, I feel like to do uh, Ninja Turtles, I feel like they did it right because they chose to do it animated. And I think now with uh, how they animate everything and the style they chose really makes a lot of sense. You know what I mean? And I like the... It flatters little, the movie. It's very flattering. Um, it's It adds uh, a good quality to it. I like the way, like like you said, the light... Uh, earlier you said uh, the light was like uh, frames of like scribbles yeah, yeah, um, yeah which yeah. i thought was really cool i mean it's really or even like the outlines like the rough outlines right. it just it right. looked like comic book panels yeah. like but, then it, it, but yeah. then it felt truly three-dimensional in its quality and like they would do these beautiful like you can tell that there there have to be computers involved right because like mm-hmm. they're zooming into things yeah. so like specifically and, yeah. and so there's this element i guess what i'm trying to say is there's this very hi-fi like super clear element to it but it it, it uh, the animation style is like kind of opposed to that, but like together it made right. this like really high end, but also kind of like comic booky feel. Right. Yeah, had, it has a two D element with the with the like. But then they would do computer based stuff that was just it looked right. incredible. Yeah. But it was yeah. like how the like great. they blended those. I, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. They blended those two styles really well. I think it's interesting that we're talking about this one property, but in two extremes, right? Because obviously the 1990 and the original. 1990 Ninja Turtles and Secret of the Ooze are all practical effects with human actors, right? So yeah. we're ta- it's Jim Henson's Creature Shop. It's like years of planning and molding the mass and having right, like right, radio-controlled right. faces that they overdub like voice actors with. And then this is the complete opposite where it's animated style, but it really is interesting, like the contrast between the two, because I feel like this property is so insane. Like Ninja Turtles is such a crazy idea. There's so much you can do with it. Like yeah. you can focus on the ninja stuff, which is kind of mm-hmm. more like the first episode. Yeah. Like 
the first the, film. Yeah, sorry, the first film. Like, really, in scope of like the Ninja Turtles lore, the first film is such a small little story. It's like but it's Shredder has the... like a thug gang in New York, <laughs> and they like steal TVs and shit. But like, that it's, is the it's, comic books, right? Right, but it's such a small scale. And then if you want to go into like the crazy mutant right. part, then it's like, oh shit! Well, yeah. we can do anything with that, or you can go into like. You know, teenage the mutant part. turtle part, yeah. you can go into the... The teenage yeah, The ninja teenage. part, you can go... Like, there's so many different ways you can take it. And I think that's what keeps Ninja Turtles relevant, is, like, with it, every generation, there seems to be, like, you know, they dust it off every five or ten years, right. and they're like, hey, this is the new Ninja Turtles, and they're doing this. And it, it just always works. It's like, oh, yeah, you could do that. They could fight other yeah. mutants. I know exactly or they could do. It's, it's like a very, um, I guess... It's like the options are endless, you know. You could you could literally you could put them in space and they could fight them all. They could literally do anything. Right. They called that Battle Toads. That was <laughs> yeah. On, it which was, was like on, a Ninja uh, Turtles ripoff, right? That was on SNES too. That's Did y'all ever play Battle Toads? Uh, yeah, I haven't. Oh, dude. I think it was Battle uh, Toads rips. They, I think oh, they had yeah. it for Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis. Too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but those systems shared a lot of games, I think. But like, um, I think you're right that. There's something so charming about the concept that like this like lovable rat is a <laughs> is a ninja master. A and, sensei. Like, the way that like in all of the films, in the comics, like the way that Splinter's visualized and the way that the turtles are are come across is like really endearing yeah and so like there's like goodwill there so like mm-hmm. the audience has all this love for these I don't know what that is, but like the pizza eating teenage yeah, turtles, yeah. the whole thing is so mm-hmm. insane and bizarre that like you just accept. And I think that's, you're absolutely right, right? That like, that's the thing about it is you could go a lot of ways with it because you we just like the idea. Right. I like the idea. So like that. in this one, when it builds up to, and the, uh, sorry, I'm, we're talking mutant mayhem now. When it, when it builds we're up back. We're back. to the <laughs> climax of the film, it's so like insane but it's so awesome at the same time and you're like man i'm on board there's like this godzilla monster of mutated like uh like all these mutants like combining and you're just like man this is fucking crazy like where's this gonna go like i'm i'm dialed all the way in but i love that you can just really put these characters in almost any scenario and be like what if they i mean ninja turtle like did you ever see ninja turtles 3 no Actually, they no, go like back in time to like ancient feudal <laughs> Japan, and they're like samurais, and you're like, why? Why not? Like, why not <laughs> right. let them? T- yeah. It's a terrible movie, but I, I, but I'm <laughs> just using that not. as an example. Like, you could really put them in like any scenario, and it's like, sure, yeah. like. Right. like but <laughs> some scenarios do yeah. do like this is the, better, the, this is the best the property, case. best yeah. like or or better than others, and that's, right. I also want to argue about that. Right? Is that like. You think that this the that the property is best served like slightly darker, right? Like well, Teenage that... Mutant Ninja Turtles nineteen ninety versus <laughs> I I am a big fan of this, which was I like too, this is basically mm-hmm. made for kids and yeah. like families, yeah. but it's like for me um, going to see like Coco or like um, Up or something like that. It's like those are family films, mm-hmm. but they're also just like deeply rich stories with like great animation and cool characters so like um i think that maybe uh ninja turtles isn't so bad off if it is slightly like lighter you know what i mean yeah and no i'm i i agree with that like i thought this movie was great this is this is 
one of the best, if not the best, uh, you think complete this, you think story. This is better than one. I than, mean, than in, I in, in terms I in terms yeah, of juggling right, a tone. All right. All right. <laughs> in terms of juggling a consistent tone throughout a film and having like an engaging, fun, funny, yeah. like good movie. This hit. This is as best a Ninja Turtles movie as you're yeah. ever gonna get. I don't see how you could top this and like. Say like, oh yeah, yeah. now it's better. Like this is, I think, is the best this you could is get. More relatable too for a kid, you know. Well, for Once kids, for fans school, of the, for know. fans of the original series, I think if you grew up, like you know, we're in our thirties. I think if you grew up playing the video games and watching mm-hmm. the show, yeah, you could jump into this and be like, oh cool, mm-hmm. like Seth Rogen yeah. and Paul Rudd and like some of my favorite actors are doing the voices. Ice Cube is the villain. Like how awesome is that? You know, that I feel like. Part. This is very part. relatable for like yeah, yeah, multiple yeah. generations of people. That's true. You know, like you you have a a, a young one on the way. Yep. <laughs> so and, like, and she's gonna be watching Ninja Turtles. That's what I'm saying. So like there, it They're is a started. generational thing, and we are of the age. We are of the age of like young parents or something, right? Mm-hmm. So like, or maybe not even Our that old young parents, parents right? <laughs> so like, we're of the age of parents. God, yeah, it's so true. We're getting older. So like, we're of the age of parents. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I know, I do think you're right that among all of the films, this one hits the target. Like they know exactly what they're going for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not muddled. It's it not never for- goes too far in any direction. It's yeah. like hyper focused and like, hey, this is fun. Yeah. There's a bunch of mutants. We're gonna have a bunch of characters. We're balancing like all this. Like they uh, they nailed the it. animation, yeah. the score, the music supervision, yeah. the act, like the casting, the it all. camaraderie yeah. of the brothers working right. together, and like how the characters yeah, work. I just off feel like there's been other. so many uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles movies throughout the years, and I finally feel like they just got it right on this one. Yeah, you know, that's, I, I, feel I, like I like it hit, that. hit every mark. I feel yeah, like yeah. you know, for me at least. No, I, I dig that. I think you're right. I think I have. You know, with something like this or the Beatles or like, um, like there, there's some, sometimes there's such strong art that like it just, uh, resonates with people like generation after generation. Right. There's all this new discovery happening. And I feel like this movie, for someone who is a fan of the property for a long time, they would have just as good of experience as right. like a person who's, this is their very first. Uh, Ninja Turtles movie, right? So and I think I, you're right. I it, think did, you, it did hit the it, it did hit all the spots. And you made a good point too. I mean, there's some like bands, right? Like Pink Floyd is always going to be relevant, mm-hmm. right? People are always going to look at Dark Side of the Moon or The Wall or something. And I also like those, like, hey, this is a great made, like, awesome thing. But I also like the early shit too. That's maybe a lot of people don't like. And it's a little off-putting and different, maybe boring or maybe right, like right, inconsistent right. Yeah. with what some people might look at, like a early Pink Floyd album with Sid Barrett, and they're like, "This is nothing like Dark Side of the Moon. This is not like right. what I know, what I hear on the radio, or what I what I know as good. This is like experimental and kind of like weird and lame. And like, I think you can like both things. Yeah. So I'm not saying like my love for the original Ninja Turtles is like overshadowing like this movie by yeah, any yeah. means. Like I, I've but had a great is, time at I, the theater. I do think like what I was trying to get at too is that you will have favorites based on when you're exposed to it. Yeah, you know for what I mean? sure. Like for sure. if I was a kid seeing this for the first time, I'd probably think it was the best movie ever. And yeah. like I would do the same thing we did as kids and watch it over and over right. again and fucking right. get into the characters and choose my favorite turtle <laughs> and like collect the action yeah. figures and shit. Like, yeah. So... Uh, but at the same time, 
and uh, maybe we can we can just throw our ratings out for this one before we move on. But I feel like I in mine. that same way, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two, Secret of the Ooze <laughs> for me was like super important because it was the one that I fucking yeah, grew up with. That's true. So how would you how would you rate something like this? I already rated this you on Letterbox. Follow me on Letterbox. Everybody. You already did. Uh, I gave this a four stars. I had a good time. This was fun. Yeah. Um, I I enjoyed the animation. The voice acting was amazing. Like. Uh, the cast in this is is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I loved it. I had a good time. I would watch this again, and I would recommend it. If you even know the name Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you'll probably enjoy watching this movie. It's hard not to like this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How? What do you think? How would you rate something like this? Uh, out, of, out of five stars, and you can do half stars. Four point nine. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, damn! Well, no, because I the first I ever four point nine. Look, look, it, it, it was it, it hit every mark for me. I love the way they animated it. What's the, the point? Was, What's the was, point one? Um, <laughs> I just feel like they didn't say cowbunga enough. They yeah, said yeah, it yeah. one time. You know Minus I mean? point. That's, like the, that's, that's <laughs> part of the whole like, the experience. Whole property. Yeah, the whole yeah, thing yeah. about Ninja Turtles is you is a cowbunga. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But uh, it wasn't focused on at all. I feel like like I just forgot about it. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I just one little. When detail, the hell are they you know? gonna and say? Then, and then I didn't want to interrupt you. You were no, no, no. That's it. Like four point nine for me. I thought it was great. Animation was great. was great. Animation was fu- fucking fantastic. I Loved I think it. y'all are both. Uh, I think we're right there. I think I'm gonna go. I'll go four stars as well. Woo! I would say <laughs> I would I would definitely recommend it. Uh, we can agree on this, Sean. Why? Before we disagree on what's, you know what's what? to come. I just I just had a thought. Why is it not like whorish and cheap that the Ninja Turtles do product placement? We're just like, yeah, they would eat Pizza Hut. That's fine. I'll, I'll accept in your Pizza second, Hut. In the second film, it's Domino's. Yeah, in the first uh, one, too. And no, it's, Domino- it's Domino's both times. Domino's actually helped like the production of the first movie like, like Domino's, they helped I'm the movie to get, get made sponsor. i'm trying to get a sponsorship <laughs> but real. like why oh. why do i look at that like that's fine and then like another movie i would see like a marvel movie shows like doritos or uh, pizza hut mm-hmm. and i'm like these fucking corporate sellouts <laughs> yeah. these bastards well, but like ninja turtles do it and i'm like oh, it's fine they would eat that honestly yeah. i just I give them a pass i <laughs> i think as a as a viewer you know, we were talking about this maybe not the last pod, maybe one one before that, but I feel like there's a certain taste-making quality to films. That's just mm-hmm. part of it. And yeah. it's like so part of me thinks if they put like I like that they put Doritos uh Locos Tacos or mm-hmm. whatever they were yeah. after like Doritos Nachos Cheese or like Party Size or something like that cuz I feel like it's about at that point part of this is going to sound so capitalist and stupid, but part of <laughs> part of the expression is like what products you select. Yeah. So like the turtles would drink Coca Cola, right? Or fucking eat. It's Domino's. believable right. that yeah. these characters. Like they're not. They're not. Right. It's not pushing some some bullshit that like wouldn't be involved. You know right. What I mean? They're not like, like that's not bad to say. Oh, it's a Domino's in there. Like that's just the business. You know. Yeah. It's like I guess I'm just old enough and and jaded enough to be like. Uh, to accept it, I just and think I, I just don't care generally. I, I think guess. it's funny because I ordered a pizza a few weeks back and it came in a Ninja Turtles uh, like uh, <laughs> promotional box. I and actually I, love shit like that. Yeah, and like, I was that like, hypes me. Why do I like <laughs> that this? Makes me want to go. That went, like like Barbie placements and everything. It makes me want to go see the movie. But like know? if yeah, if well, I was watching sure Iron <laughs> Man and he ate a, a a Whopper, I'd be like the these fucking cheap ass motherfuckers they needed the burger king money <laughs> but for that's this. what i'm saying it has to make sense yeah so like yeah. if he's using an apple computer you're like fine whatever you know what i'm yeah, saying right. yeah like if he's designing his iron right. suit and he's got an apple computer i'm like okay whatever or if it's a windows <laughs> right, machine right, right. 
That would be garbage. But I don't know if he can. Yeah, I don't know if he can pull it off. <laughs> He's, I don't know this how to use terrible. this thing. Yeah, I'm sorry, it's frozen up. Um, so I'm going to say, yeah, yeah. Robin. That, that like, Robin. Yeah. just hard Robin. reset Mitch McConnell at the podium stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Uh, so I w- I'm going to go four. You said four. Yep. Andre said 4.5. He said 4.9. That's, 4. A, fir- that's a first 4. of uh, this show. Let's continue before I go nonverbal. Uh, <laughs> a, la, a la Mitch at the podium. I'm just going to keep bringing it up. So Those purple lips. We agreed. Those sweet purple lips. Oh God. <laughs> sweet purple lips. We agreed. Uh, we agreed. Very much so. And on now this we first can film. disagree. So let's go back. Yes. Let's talk, to where... let's talk from the beginning. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1990. Let's start there. Let's well, start at you, the beginning. This, you're the master of ceremonies. To me, uh, man, it seems like such a quaint. And like small scale film now, you know, with like what we can do with movies, a what kind of movies get made, um, and like you know the story of like an uh, adapting like a kid's property, right? Right, right, right. So Ninja Turtles nineteen ninety was an independent film. Uh, the production company that made it, Golden Harbor, they make like kung fu films. Um, so, so now, now I'm feeling ill prepared. I feel like well, I feel like Sean I'm just, I'm just giving a backstory because no, no, like, I like now it. I like it. I like Ninja it. Turtles this. now. Study it. Ninja Turtles now is like this global phenomenon. It's already a success, but if you look at it with the 1990 yes, filter yes, yes. on, like yes, yes, no yes. Pro- no production company wanted to make the first movie. They thought it was a disaster because like oh, there was a bunch of movies in the 80s. That. And sim- <laughs> similarly, you know, even the comics was very like yeah. garage band style. Right. Uh, and band. and the, the like for real though, like yeah. it was so, kind of punk rock. The guys who, who were making the original comics yeah. didn't have a publisher, I think, initially at all. Right. Uh, and they were like it was self, almost like a zine or something. Self publishing. Yeah. And uh so Eastman and Laird, who who Kevin Eastman and uh I don't know Laird's first name, but the guys that wrote the original comic were very involved in the first movie. Like they I think they wrote the script for the original one or they at least had some say in it because it was like their first big sell of that property to like a studio to make it into a movie. So that being said, I'm just trying to do this for context because we're looking at it 32 years or 33, 33 years in the past, you know, this is a big um, gamble, right? They didn't know if it was going to be successful. They thought it was going to be a bomb. It ended up being the highest grossing, independent film from like 1990 to when Blair Witch Project came out in 1999. Wow. That I'll, I'm done with my TED Talk now. I, that's, I, think, I, think I just wanted to set the foundation because I feel like yeah. that's important no, because that now is. That is. you can do anything with movies, right? I, I do think I, that... Uh, sorry to cut you off, Sean. No, um, no, no. I do think that... Is it just me or is like was martial arts really popular in the 90s? It was because they had like three ninjas. They had everything was ninjas: Ninja Kid, Ninja Turtles, Ninja whatever the fuck. Yeah, Ninja Power Rangers, early nineties Ninja. Yes, yes. Power Rangers was all about martial arts. Everything was martial arts. Fighting Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. You know, but Ninja Turtles was at the fucking cusp of that. Like they were like the first great time. You know, exactly part of the. It was somehow the most perfect time for this weird property to like work. It was like the transition from the eighties to the nineties. The Ninja Turtles are always very like hyper focused on pop culture. You know, they're throwing pop mm-hmm. culture references, and this new movie they do it a ton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always do, right? They're joking about modern things. They're cool. They like skateboard. Yeah. They have wet like they have do ninja stuff. Or, 
Or it's yeah, just yeah, part. Yeah, it's part of. <laughs> yeah, it's part of like who they are. But um, I think it's important to put that into context because looking at any studio now, if you said I have a Ninja Turtles movie, they say, "Great, here's a hundred million dollars. Go make a movie." Right. Right, right, right. Back in 1990, three million dollars was like, I don't know. Like this seems risky. Right. These people are gonna fucking lose all their money. So. The, they spent, like, the entire budget of the first movie on Jim Henson. The creature effects are great, right? It's uh, it's it's puppets. It's uh, masks. It's, like, remote-controlled masks with these big turtle suits that the uh, martial artists wore to, like, do, um, do all the fight choreography and stuff. Yeah. But I think there's a little bit more to that. Like, it looks great yeah. on screen. I think it still holds up and looks, like, pretty awesome. Like, if you watch it now... It's a little dated, yeah. It's thirty three years old, but like, wow. no, I think that's you're... the best you could make a live action yeah. Ninja Turtles look. Mm-hmm. I think you're one hundred percent right on all that. I I respect the fact that this is an independent movie, and I think in a lot of ways, like, it's not a Marvel movie. You know, it's not no, like no. they didn't have that budget. In a lot of ways, uh, I I think, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I feel like you're gonna destroy me. In the it's not really. I'm, I'm not like, even oh trying. I'm not even trying. But he the came thing researched. is, no, no. The um, thing is, I'm really not trying to. I'm just trying to put it into context, like no, so no, we can it, talk about it. It makes sense, and I do think that you're right that it does, in the same way that the latest film had a very distinct voice uh, that was kind of childlike and and um, like how the animation and the music and everything's kind of serving this greater, like truly teenage based version of the film right uh it's like very sweet and endearing like the first film probably because of its independent nature is a little darker in tone it is a bit more serious it's it's not i think it's actually geared more toward teens it's like it's like it's like your older brother and you you know as a kid like you would you would see this because uh i mean you would want to see it too but you know what i'm saying it's like kind Mm -hmm. of an in-between but but uh tonally i think you're right that all of that is contributing in in a similar way and it has a really distinct voice of its own but it's it's just a bit darker and i think maybe that was the attraction for me as a kid so i think i told you all earlier like ninja turtles 1990 is a movie i've seen more than any other film literally on this earth yes i've watched it hundreds of times (laughs) easily hundreds of i know every line of dialogue in this movie but i think part of the allure to me you're right part of the allure to me was like even the bad guys the foot clan they're teenagers like shredder is like and it's he's, so small scale. He's it's recruiting like, children and yeah, teenagers. So with backstory's a little bit different. You kind of touched on it earlier, but Shredder. It's in New York City, same. And Shredder, and this very small scale has like these teenagers that are Foot Clan ninjas that just like Rob steal shit. electronics mm-hmm. and bring them to a <laughs> warehouse, and it never True. really like. <laughs> says much beyond that i guess they're like bootlegging stuff but like yeah it's like all in all it's not that bad right and it's so small it's so small scale (laughs) yeah he doesn't in the first one he doesn't even have mutants he's not even well they're like older teens they're like abducting a little bit well they're They're not trafficking a little bit but they're yeah. definitely they're like, recruiting children to be ninja yeah, yeah. gangs, ninja warriors. He's a gang leader, gang gang members. <laughs> yeah, he's basically yeah. like yeah. they're like the Crips, but they're the Foot Clan. <laughs> oh my god! But <laughs> something about it like seems almost like more realistic because it is so small scale. And I think what works about the first one for me is it's ridiculous that they're mutant ninja turtles that flip and do karate. Like right, right, right. how would that ever happen? Right. 
So that in itself is like the joke of how like ridiculous it looks in real life New York City that there's ninjas fighting people, right? Or n- ninja turtles, mutant mm-hmm. turtles, yeah, right? Yeah. But something about like the backdrop of New York City and like ninja how turtles, gritty teenage mutants. Something about how like gritty it is and like dark and very like shadowy. And then there's like this gang element that almost none of the other movies like really have, where it's like. Yeah, Shredder just wants your kid to steal a car stereo so he can, I don't know, sell it or something. And <laughs> right. these, like, ninja guys got to beat the shit up. Like, something about it is, like, endearing to me because it's, like... It is very small scale. That's the ridiculous mm-hmm. part of it that, like, hooks me. It's, like, what is the plan here? And, like, what? it's so ridiculous, right, right. but it's, like, I love it, too. Yeah. Well, I, I, think, <laughs> I think that the first film does a really good job of committing to the story. And so, so the story like, and the just, ninja elements. But you, I think you just accept it for what it is, is what I'm trying to yeah. say. No matter how absurd it is, we see, and this is a big factor for me, for both of the two uh, live action films, the creature design, just masterful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you accept- The costume design too. I think you accept the world that we're operating in because the creatures are so well- like, if those were shitty puppets, you'd be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, this movie sucks. But, like, literally the hairs on Splinter are, like, glistening blowing and, like, in blowing wind. in the wind. It's fucking sick. Yeah. Like, in the same way that the uh, mutant mayhem was, like, super detailed, mm-hmm. but kind of crude in a way. It's like, yeah, they're using uh, creatures, like, or or uh, puppets in, in some of the cases for the first films, but they're so well articulated yeah. that it, like, brings this kind of, like... Low, it's not a lo-fi element, but something that's kind of based more, in more organically, and then right. also like, well, there's like turning up that like fantasy element. You're a hundred percent right. You're a hundred percent. There's some scenes where like Splinter, you know, they're in the dingy, dim lit sewer, and uh, mm-hmm. Splinter gives a lot of like motivational <laughs> dingy, speeches. Dim lit. <laughs> Sean's been rehearsing, dog. I'm not. I I swear. <laughs> so uh, I've just seen it enough. I didn't even have to rewatch this. Um, but. <laughs> he does all these good monologues where, you know, it is beaten into us. Like, he is the sensei. He's yeah, the yeah, master. Yeah. He is, like, that's Rob the... Michelangelo. Yeah, so, like, he... But even body. these <laughs> scenes where he's just... There's just uh, dialogue back and forth. You see, like, his tail moving. And they, like, give a lot of uh, attention to, like, his character. And it looks mm-hmm. it looks real. Like, if you're going to make a realistic live action... It cannot possibly look better than that. There's no way it'll I agree. ever look better. I than agree, that. and I think in a lot of ways, the first two films, um, uh, both really execute that well. Yeah, I. I know. I know you're trying to chat me. I, I really don't think. I, I really don't did think. It. I that, almost did it. I was like both films. And I know. Like, I know what you're trying like, to do. Oh, yeah. Like, but I think. Okay. What I'll say is the slip, creature. Slip the creature in. designs are basically the same. Jim Henson died uh, during the making. I think of the first one or right after. It's the last film he worked on. But his studio still uh, worked on Secret of the Ooze. But I think with like a darker. Uh, with the darker color scheme, I think it makes them look more realistic. I think when you brighten it up, it looks already like a little bit goofier, and you start seeing some of the like imperfections, like their well, necklines. Before and stuff we like go, that. Be- before we go too far, I will say, um, I just rewatched both films. I think, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles nineteen ninety, I would say, really solid. I think this is if if Mutant Mayhem is a four for me. I think this is like a three point five. Wow. Okay. I didn't. I, th- I didn't think you were gonna give I it that love, high. I love 
both of the first two films. I my, really didn't think you were going to give it that favorable of a review. I mean, <laughs> if if we are real, I think the second film is pretty close. You know, like mm. there are elements of this that you you would argue better serve the story, right? That it's like a little darker or like or maybe it makes the characters look more realistic because it's like dimly lit or whatever. But I think that ultimately these this is an absurd franchise. Yeah. And some of the teenage or childlike elements that it's playing to in both Secret of the Ooze and Mutant Mayhem, I think flattered the movie. Because it is fucking absurd. So like if Ice yeah. T's like go right. ninja, go ninja, I'm just, <laughs> like as a kid I was just like go ninja, yeah. go ninja, go, you know what I mean? Like it didn't it yeah, didn't make any difference. Yeah, I'm not going to pretend like I didn't like that when I was a kid. I for sure like loved that whenever I was a kid. But that's who it's for. Right. But revisiting both of these <laughs> movies as a 35-year-old man, I can look at one and say, I think one has, a, I know for a fact one has more artistic depth to it. Oh. And it's very... It's artistic it's very, depth. It's very... <laughs> it's, <artistic laughs> it's very <laughs> noticeable because the director did not return to do another one. He's like, no, I don't want to cash grab n- another movie that came out one well, year to after. Be, to be clear... So the first there's film, a one year gap between these the, two. But movies. the first film has a 45 on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Yeah. So the the second <laughs> okay. film the okay. second the second film has a 35. So okay. it's not like I'm not saying not one like, is the Citizen Kane of Ninja right. Turtles movies. <laughs> well, I'm just saying like I think you make it sound like the first film is like The Godfather, and the second <laughs> film is like Dumb and Dumber. You know what I mean? And it's like it's not like that. You know what I'm saying? No, it's Godfather Three. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I disagree. Ninja, I th- Ninja Turtles Three. Let is me, the let me, let me hit some points. Here. So, <laughs> the first film, I think, in the same way that some of the characters hit really hard, the turtles and Splinter. To me, Casey Jones never gave a fuck. What? Never cared. He's awesome. Never cared. Not as a he, kid. He not literally now. just commits blatant murder. In I just the think. Of the I just think like the He's whole. The hero. I just yeah. think the whole like greasy, long-haired white dude who's got like baseball bats and wearing his like a hockey mask. <laughs> and he's just like, no, we got a problem. You know, it's just like. <laughs> it's, guys. it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. It's just like he doesn't. He doesn't do anything for me as a character. Just well, you're right. to really? be honest, I do agree. With and that. then April O'Neil. What? April O'Neil in the first movie to me. I, I'm not endeared to her character at all. Really? Like, at all? I think that the human performances in the first film don't really, like, for me, the first film was all about the, yeah, like, the execution of the story, the turtles, Shredder, uh, what's, uh, Tetsu? Tatsu. Tatsu, the, like, the oh, second, the second, like <laughs> the second in command or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Those bits are the strongest parts of the film. The the auxiliary human story of like April and Casey like hooking up and shit. I just never cared. No. And so like Man. It, what I to juxtapose that, I'm going to say one April O'Neil in the second movie way hotter. What? <laughs> oh, hotter. You you're not I don't remember. Well, let's just Well, let's John just... John's argument <laughs> now is has <laughs> has declined from what's a better that's written character <laughs> to like what looks better. That's just where that's just where I'm starting. So one, she's hotter. Two, because she's hotter, just to be honest. You're more interested. You're more interested. So like no, I said you're more. I, I yeah yeah yeah. We're all more interested. We are more interested. Okay. But like truly, in the way that the first film, yes, she's a reporter or whatever. But the second film, like, there's just something about her relationship for me to the 
turtles that like I'm still invested in. But is she even a reporter in the second one? She has like no use at all. She's just like there. Like y'all can live that's, in my apartment. So, so and that's, then that's a little about, true. That's, that's about little, it. That's a little. In the first one, she's like fighting the detective of New York. Like she's hey, there's a gang the out criminal here. Organization. Yeah, and, no, and it's true. It's true. Shredder literally goes after her in the first movie he's like find her silence her <laughs> you know she she is a bigger part of the plot i, I agree with one. that it's just that there's like and we talked about this a couple times some people got it and some people don't Ooh. and april o'neill in the first film and casey jones to me they don't got it i, I don't casey i don't jones. remember ever seeing those people Damn. act again yeah. casey jones so, so the like, guy that plays casey jones is in uh shutter island he's the crazy guy with the scar on his face <laughs> holy oh, shit yeah he made it all the way to he's in some movie he's just <laughs> okay, like okay, okay. not in much but respect he is. <laughs> but still i, I those characters kind of lose me the second film i think this is really what i'm getting at so April O'Neil, I do prefer in the second film. I just wasn't a fan of the first one. Kato, what's his name? Yeah, Kato. Uh, the martial artist in the second right. film. Yeah, and I would right. argue overall. And that's a good addition. As, as a person who did karate as a kid who was obsessed with fucking martial arts, I thought the martial arts in the second film was badass. And I think it's cool that you were saying like Kato was a performer in one of the suits of the first film. I think he's Donatello or he's one of the turtles. So that's fucking sick, right? But I think. I think it's cool that they were like, you know what? Let's highlight the guy who's actually in the fucking suit doing right. backflips and shit. Right. And he's incredible. I'll like, give you that. He's a. I like the he's idea. He's a good actor. He's got yeah. good energy and, on screen. And, and um, yeah, he he's he's really doing that thing that like made me uh, care about his character. Couple things. So like, the creatures obviously in both films I think are incredible. Like mm-hmm. I don't think there's that much of a distinction in terms of quality of creature of the design. in either film, right? right? Yeah. But I like that in the second one there's the uh other ooze creatures. Uh, yeah. Where the first film it's it's very it's like you said it's right it's like it's the independent film it's it's a little darker in tone it's a smaller scale. The second film it's like I like that they're playing with the origin and getting about, they're telling us about the ooze a little bit more. Yeah. But I like that there are more creatures. Like, I like that there are. Well, and that's. And a I t- like the mega that's shredder. A ty- that's you know? a typical, like, sequel thing. Like, you make Alien in 1979. Like, what are we going to do? Like, oh, uh, put more aliens in. You know, like, that's that's a very typical. Did you typical... just compare Secret of the Ooze to Aliens? <laughs> Jam- I'm James saying, I'm saying that is, like, the most typical. That's a win for me, That's, dude. A, like, the most typical sequel thing. Like, Terminator was good. Let's put two Terminators in. Like, they, that's but a very typical, like. But it's because the creatures are babies. And so it it's, like, this it appealing to the, like, I think it's funny that like they're introducing these baby characters and Shredder has to They're like, babies. Yeah. It's like it's absurd, but the whole I guess that's the greater point, right? Is that you you would argue that tonally they're so different, but I think tonally it's all absurd. So like I think I like fucking Go Ninja Go. And I like it, uh the baby's uh creatures and I feel like the Mega Shredder, all that stuff, as dumb as it is. It's fun, and it's like I still fuck with Secret of the Ooze. I feel like there's some elements of Secret my, of the Ooze I rest that my case. <laughs> there's some elements of the movie that are like kind of cool. Like it's a, it's just like the Tim Burton. Is it the Tim Burton? One of the Batman movies where like Shredder comes out of the the dump in the beginning. And you see his hand come up. And you're like, oh, Shredder's oh, back alive. And yeah, but there's like I think there's a Tim Burton movie where it's like the same kind of shot. shot. But I mean, anyway, it's been done in millions. Yeah, times. regardless, I mean, there's some elements that are cool about it but i feel like what doesn't work for me at all is like 
Shredder is not villainous at all in Ninja Turtles 2. Like, there's that's no. That's how you feel? That's, yeah. <laughs> is like, that how that's you feel? very much how I feel. Like, when rewatching it, especially, I'm like, why is Shredder even in this movie? He, like, barely. He doesn't fight anyone. He drinks the ooze and then he just kills himself, knocking a pier over. It's like the Ninja Turtles don't even fight him. In the beginning of, or at the end of the first movie, it all leads up to there's a rooftop battle with Shredder, and that's like it's like a video game. Like that's the final yeah, boss yeah, level, right. and like, oh fuck, that's the guy that fought our sensei master, and Splinter's gone, and we have to now step up and do, it's like it's almost like the Luke Skywalker moment. Like oh, now you have to fight Darth Vader. Like we're here, we have to do it, and I feel like. When I was a kid, and even now, maybe because I've seen it so much, I'm like, this is feels like a climax. Like, we're going to fight. The Ninja Turtles are teens. They're unprepared. They're just now coming out of the sewer. And they get their asses beat. But Shredder beats them. But and you, then, you feel a little... A I little feel like there's un- more tension in the first one. But there's you feel, like, like, unfulfilled from the second film? Yeah. Because <laughs> really? he's like, oh, I made a, a big tur- snapping turtle and a wolf, and they can fight. Oh, they... That they uh, put a what does he do? They like put uh, fire extinguisher stuff in their mouth and it shrinks them into butane or something. No, they oh, feed no. them the they have the, the they alternate. Make, yeah. The scientist the from scientist. Titanic he yeah. puts a thing in them and uh, they when turn. When Titanic, he's in the bodyguard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's a scientist. He's that guy in uh, Secret of the Use. Yeah. I mean, but it seems like it's like why don't they fight? shredder like it seems like they do though kind barely do they, they do. ever actually fight him or they, they just fight the his monsters no they do in the end when he's mega shredder he just knocks over a pier and dies <laughs> well that's in the fun so he the, doesn't the just writing, do that by himself he's not just like, and then like i think he does bah. i think he just like starts knocking stuff over and he so oh does he get roid rage i think he <laughs> something rage. but it's the writing of that character and we watch because i was like flipping through to show you the finale of the original Ninja Turtles uh, when we were setting up. And I stopped at a sequence just where they introduced Shredder in the very first movie. And I think it's a really good shot. It's like a hallway shot, a long crane shot. shot. And it starts off with just his shadow and you hear this like ominous music and some like drums. And and he walks into frame and you immediately know that's the bad guy. That's the guy walking through shadow. Like he's the villain of the movie. And he gives a speech that, you know... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Whoop. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to just I'm see sorry. the very... I want to see the battle sequence that we're we're debating right now. So they're in the club, going into go. <laughs> a Dude, fully, shit, fully choreographed dance yeah. that <laughs> Vanilla good. Ice wrote on the spot. Dude, this shit... This shit goes, Dude. <laughs> Just save yourself the trouble, look, Shredder. Look how even the shots are framed. I feel like the, it's not the same director of photography. There's no way that the same people shot both of these movies. Well, they I just agree look... on that. I mean, I, I think it's a different approach. And my point is just that depending on your generation, mm-hmm. depending on what you're That's exposed true. to first, and depending on your preference, it's vi- like th- you just said in the beginning. This whole turtles, argument is very preference. Turtles can, I do wanna, turtles can be whatever you want it to be. You know what I mean? That's why it's so endearing. That's why people fuck with it. It's like, so like right now there's a comic book that's presently running called The Last Ronin. Yeah. That's like super dark and almost more like a a manga. They all die. And like Michelangelo is the only survivor. So like there, there are lots of things that you can do with it. And I guess, you know, as much as I actually do find this movie really entertaining, I know what you're saying that like maybe the first one has more merit in a certain way. 
But I think like this is really fun too, and I like both versions. I think <laughs> you, know what I'm saying? you can like both versions. I'm not saying like you can't like this one. I'm just like and you I said, like both. it's a personal preference thing. To well, how me, would you rate Secret of the Ooze? I put it at two and a half. Wow. Yeah, like I, and that to me is like perfect middle. That's higher than Rotten Tomatoes gave it. Look. Like, oh, so he starts destroying the pier. He becomes Mega Shredder. And they never fight him. And. No, so they're fighting. They're fighting. Okay, he's squeezing. He picks he's up squeezing. One, and then he knocks the pier down and he dies. <laughs> There's no ninja aspects. They don't have weapons. Wow, I forgot about this. Uh, I mean, it's so anticlimactic. Even when I was a kid, I was like, "Why don't they fight?" Like, even as a child, I remember watching this and being like, "That is a little bit of a bummer." Maybe like in the first thing or something. I don't know. And okay, so I do. I do want to focus. Maybe that's part of the theme. Is that (laughs) like maybe Shredder self-destructive nature? Yeah, maybe Shredder is so the ooze. Yeah, maybe Shredder is so consumed by his need for vengeance that in the process he (laughs) destroyed himself. That's not a bad theme. Look, uh, that's what happened. You're you're grasping John's grasp. <laughs> so, I do want to I do want to kind of put this into context a little bit because you said uh, two and a half though. Come on, two and a half. That's as high as I you could go. You said three and a half. So, you said three and a half for 1990. Yeah, you wouldn't go three. No, I'm. Oh I'm, come on, I'm set, dude. That it's just a fact that the first one has more has more depth to it. Andres, like they did, talk, you, did you see they, Secret of the Ooze? Have you ever seen that I film? did see it. I, I, I grew up watching that one, but I just I haven't seen it so long I forgot a lot well, about so, it. So you rated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1993.5. Yeah. Do Personal you, preference. I mean, from what I remember as a kid... Which I, one I, were you exposed to, to first? No, uh, the second first, one. Second, second really? One. Yeah. But do you have yeah. a preference? Uh, because I, I well the thing is it's hard to say right now because I don't I don't remember yeah, like, yeah, much yeah. of the first I know one what you're so saying. it's hard to say I mean I, you don't I have liked to... it as a kid but I don't know <laughs> yeah you know I'd have to really watch it again we need a tiebreaker <laughs> I'm sorry no, well Philip said he like <laughs> <laughs> Philip said that he liked the second one better because we, we were in we were a, watching we were it in a at home tech. so like oh, okay. which only further proves my point Andres doesn't even remember I don't even remember so neither one of them I remember the feeling though and that's it was great. So, so, but your preference for sure is Mutant Mayhem. Uh, Mutant Mayhem is, is for the you. Second one is that the second one? Well, that's this one. We that's just the one we, oh, yeah. we just. That saw. you think that's the best version of well, this yeah. concept? I, I just remember the ooze. Okay, so actually, whatever the ooze is, is it ooze the first one? That's Secret the of the one. ooze is the second film. Yeah. Okay, but, but I'm that's saying, the one I watched, I out think. of all these shits, did you prefer the one we saw tonight? Oh yes, of course. Over yeah. all of them. Yeah. Okay. Yep, the one we saw tonight. We can all at least agree on that. Is probably the most focused. And it's the most entertaining. It's I will get. I will give you all that. It made me think like this is how the Ninja Turtles should have been. Yeah, that's, it's that's fun. I, it's know. funny. It yeah. has a good story. It did, I mean, it, did it, it, right. it, did it didn't right. have a vanilla ice. No vanilla ice feature, cameo. but like <laughs> they had ice cube. They, they did have ice cube. cube. Ice they cube. Did, they did even better. Yeah, they brought in something like authentic and real. It was great. Authenticity, man. But there's no punk rock elements like the first one, and. The yeah. whole movie in the first one, the kids wearing like Sid Vicious shirts. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. there is one scene where there's like a Foot Clan guy wearing like a misfit shirt when they're like in the also like, a locker the first room. one does have Sam Rockwell. It has Sam Rockwell. The, I wrote that down when I was watching. The, I was like, is direct, that Sam Rockwell? The director that did, yeah, it's his first film. Sam yeah. Rockwell, the director that did the first Ninja Turtles movie. It is his first film. He directed music videos before. Yeah. He did that. Um, what did he do after? He did the Take on Me music video, the one that's what? like anim- that's that guy. Oh, what? 
what? Yeah, he did mostly like music videos, and that's why it has like the a lot of like little nods to like punk music like that. What? Uh, Steve, Steve Barron. Barron. I think he's oh. English. You know what I thought Irish. was interesting is that the first film had a thirteen million dollar budget. Did it? Or th- yes, thirteen point five, oh, okay. and it made two hundred and two uh, million shitload yeah. of money. So it's Woo! like that's crazy. That is insane. Yeah. That is insane. They made they made Buku some, cash. some serious. Jingle. It looks like he hasn't done a whole lot. Let's see. Uh, no, he did Coneheads. Coneheads is tight. That's crazy. I did not know that. And then just a bunch Treasure of Island. garbage. Let's see what's <laughs> the. I'm. This might be even worse. Who's, this might further illustrate. Who is point, this man? <laughs> um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two director. What's his name? Michael Pressman has nothing else. He to directed show, Lake so. Placid. That's the one with the alligator. No, that's a producer. He was a producer. Oh, okay. It's not looking good. <laughs> Look, you said it earlier. Neither one of these are, uh, <laughs> are like award-winning films. Right. By it's any all, means. I, and that further, Ill, that, that really yeah. hammers home my point. It's all fucking, it's all, it's all what you're exposed it's to preference. first. Preference. Your preference for what you think the turtle should be or what you think flatters the yeah. brain best. But um, I, think, I think there's something to love. There's something for everybody. I think, too, I mean, we've had similar disagreements in the past. I think I kind of gravitate towards sometimes the more, like, low-budget thing where I'm like, this was the original idea, and I like yeah. that it's cheap. Mm-hmm. I like that it's DIY, and I like that they were just, like, going for it. Like, uh, I know you're not really that much of a fan of, like, the first Terminator movie. Not, like, as much as I am, but, like, when well, I, I watch like, that... I like Terminator 1. I just think Terminator 2 is, a, like... Right, and it, exact same argument. When I watch for Terminator 1, I'm like, this is a independent film that, like, James Cameron was living off of, like, uh, what was it? Like, Big Mac coupons or something right, at right. the time? They're completely broke. <laughs> they did it all illegal. They didn't even get permits for any of the shots. It's, like, a very, like, mm-hmm. underground... So, and so I feel like maybe I just like the aesthetic of of that. So if raw if, like if Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles nineteen ninety compares to Terminator, <laughs> then what you're really saying is that Secret of the Ooze. So tonight you've compared Secret of the Ooze to T two and oh, fucking Lord. Aliens. So what, what I think a, that's a win for me. Even no matter what your rating. I said it's the same idea as uh, so, Aliens. So, like just put another, put more mutants. So in before there. we wrap, I I think I would review. Secret of the Ooze, also like a 3.5. If I'm real, I think it's fair Ooh. to say that they're both the same. They're both good. They're not, they're not fucking masterpieces. Where was Corey Feldman, <laughs> though? Where was Corey Feldman? Is Corey Feldman in either film? What do you mean? He does the voice of Donatello in the first one. What? Yeah. He was in rehab in the second one. That's too bad. Yeah. All, I did take one note, and the only note that I want to make is that I feel, personal preference, that the first one does focus a lot on the ninja aspect. There's a lot of meditation. There's some, like, astral projection scene right, right. where Shredder's mm-hmm. gone. I mean, uh, Splinter's gone, and they have to, like, meditate, and he comes out in this fire. And I feel like even as a kid, I was like, well, like, I didn't really understand it, but I knew, like, something deep was happening. Mm-hmm. And then now watching it as an adult, I'm like, wow, like, for a kid's movie, 
It's pretty. It's asking a lot of a five-year-old to be like, "Oh, hey, the your sensei is gonna get murdered. He's gonna die. He's being tortured by Shredder. You gotta figure it out on your own." Someone you can gets kidnapped s- in the second. Summon film. an astral projection to like see him and come to terms with death and like how <laughs> frail life see, is. And I feel I feel like deep. those it's elements those so, elements are in there. Like Splinter has multiple going, lines about like dying about it dying. You. It touched you. <laughs> You know, I think there's multiple times where Splinter talks about dying in the first one, and it's, it's okay, crazy okay, 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 okay. to even think nowadays like that would never be in like this movie right. that we just watched. It's like we, it's 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 just a different time. It's like a different. Yeah. It's a different, different time. Time. like you wouldn't put something like that in a current no, day I, movie. I know, I know like it's 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 odd almost, but so personal preference. But you did compare Those it to T2 and <laughs> Aliens. So I like. I think that's a win for me. Yeah. Um, I loved. I loved them all. <laughs> but you know? wait, what did you give? Uh, 1990, two stars. No, I said 3.5. You tied them. I tied them. Oh, okay. So I mean, the if same, I'm real, they're, they're I mean, the like, same it's my preference that the second <laughs> one because that's what I grew up with. But yeah. I think in the end, uh, turtles are what you make it. You know? Then they could be anything. It's beautiful. I think we need to add some like really romantic <laughs> music right here. <laughs> Just let that that tension build. Um, what are we doing next? Are we doing anything? Oh, the Nun Two is about to come out. Are you not excited <laughs> about that? You know, it just got its theatrical release date. Killers of the Flower New Ooh, Moon. Nice. New Martin Scorsese. When uh, it, when Leonardo it, DiCaprio, Robert De Niro. I'm gonna. Do you know the release date? Off I the think it's October twentieth. Ooh, nice. just in time for Halloween. There you go. Um, and speaking yeah. of Halloween, the director of uh, John's favorite movie, Halloween Ends, has a new film coming out. The Exorcist. Called well, that's what Exorcist we, we're going to do that as well. Two, part when awesome. two. When does that come out? Uh, sometime in October, around right. in Halloween season. So one great film and another... Uh, Definitely tra- horrible movie. Travesty. I already um, know. I think we did it, yeah. Andres, is there anything Andres. coming out? Oh. <laughs> Well, I was going to say thank you to Andres for, for, for being here. For today. putting oh, up yeah, with thank us. Thank you, guys. Thank love you, baby boy. Love you, baby boy. Thank you, man. Love love you too. Love you too. Um, um, yeah, no. what are, you, are you excited about anything coming up? Uh, there's the uh, Five Nights at Freddy's movie coming out. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that is. See, you're, you're our animation expert. I know. You're well, our animator That's in the why field. we brought you on. Well, so that's, you like, could. that's like based off the video game. Uh, have you played it? It's actually pretty. My it's like nephew a plays it. Online. Yeah. Is it like online? I think it game? was a, phone, a computer it's game. A, was it a phone game now, too? Now it's a phone game. Yeah, but okay. my nephew definitely be, plays it. On I phone. think it used to be on like PlayStation. I don't know. It was a oh, console, really? I think, and then it was computer, or maybe it was. I know what you're computer. talking about. I don't know, but it's an old game. Um, I did an animation on it like years ago, but really, uh, I did. Yeah. What? Um, yeah, it, it's got like millions of views too. What? Yeah, but I, damn, damn, that's awesome, dude. Fuck yeah. But yeah, Andres no, animating for yeah. Friday Night at Freddy's. <laughs> well, no, no, yeah, I, I'm. I think that would be cool to see. I don't know. It just looks really cool. I just saw the poster actually, but that was enough to tell me like, oh shit. You know, with these with these strike negotiations, they very well might have just used your footage and Maybe. then just like oh, repurposed shit. it, and <laughs> no. they'll just never. He's pay gonna be at the theater, son of a bitch. <laughs> you know, uh, before we wrap, that is something that's been. It's like, I think like Dune just got pushed back. Yeah, that was supposed to come out in October, and I feel like. Um, it's now we're to in a, 2024, such a, right? Yeah, we're in such a weird. It's a weird time for films. Uh, I'm glad that this uh, was released before this um, this whole deal. I mean, like, yeah. I totally understand from the from the writers, the artists, the actors' perspective, like 
not wanting your name and likeness to just be used in perpetuity without being compensated. That's completely Forever. fucked up. Right. Um, but it's like, yeah, it's a weird time. It's a weird time for movies. Hopefully we fucking see some more uh, coming out uh, in the near future. But uh, yeah, I'm excited for Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. Hopefully they, they uh, figure this whole this whole thing out. And Dune, we can actually see Dune. I'm well, how much of Dune is like completed? It's all done. Oh, okay, they're just they, not they releasing don't, they it. They don't. They won't. Everyone is so. All the actors, the writers, the everyone's on strike, right? Yeah. So like, while they're on strike, their whole bargaining chip is like, well, we're not gonna let you make profits off of Dune if right. you're fucking everybody uh, else. So like, they're all together. Because there's some productions that just completely halted. Like they started yes, shooting yes, Deadpool yes, yes. three, and I think they were like a couple oh, of weeks yep. into it, maybe yep. if even. The act- and then they stopped yeah. the production like yeah. completely. At first it was the writers and then the actors came along and now it's just like the whole industry is paralyzed. It's so- everyone, uh, well, everyone's like on board with the actor strike. Even like the top five, like uh, late hosts have like a new podcast yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. about it. But um, I mean, hopefully we'll see it resolved. That's, you know. What I'm, well, some studios have, right? A24. That's, that's, but like the greater industry has to respond to like, um, the, you know, where the, the film studios started the demands is like, we can take an extra and use your name and likeness in perpetuity forever. If you if you come, so like if I'm in the back of like a shot in Forrest Gump, they can just sample your face and your voice or whatever they used in that shot forever and just have the AI generate yep. you. And then there's no more business for extras or like, yeah, like crazy. what about like the D movie actors? Like character actors who what just show up What about the April O'Neils of the world? Oh god! <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's a it's a fucking wild ass <laughs> oh, time yeah. to be a moviegoer because it's like I'm excited that a lot of great films are coming out this year, but I feel like this might be the last big to, year for a yeah, while. Yeah, it needs to fucking iron out. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I think we did it. Uh, we did. We did it, Andres. Thank we you for coming. It. Can we thank can we get a cowabunga, Andres? Cowabunga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cowabunga. I'm cowabunga. <laughs> the second one was more enthusiastic. I'm gonna pitch down both of them, so it's just like cow. Like I'm gonna do that. This screw, the screw, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna chop and screw it. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, thank you, Andres, for coming. This thank is John. Thank this you is Sean. This is movie night with John, John and Sean and Andres. Cowabunga. <laughs> <laughs>